building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good day. I'm coming up with something to say about hello at the beginning of these, but welcome to our Startup Survival episode, which we publish every single Wednesday. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite topics, which is growing a brand on LinkedIn, something I love to do. And I'm getting really tactical with you today. I feel like I do a lot of motivational and inspirational content, and I do a lot of like content that makes you think. And I would love to start doing a little bit more tactical content here and there so that I can not only help you feel inspired and help you feel good about yourself, but understand exactly how to do some of the things that I'm doing. And that's what we're going to do today. So I'm going to hop right into a how-to because I don't think we'll have time if I tell all of my random stories around LinkedIn. Here we go. So first, first and foremost, if you're going to start a personal brand on LinkedIn, you have to make sure that your profile does not suck and you can do it. It honestly will only take you a few hours and I wouldn't crazy overthink it. First is setting your profile picture so you aren't the weird gray shadow when you send connection requests to people. Like people should be able to see your face. Second, make sure that you aren't like putting your resume in your headline. You might want to share what you do, who you help. I don't know. Some people do like really quirky headlines and I think it makes them memorable. You could use an emoji or two. I don't know. I know a lot of people are doing that, but there's a lot that you can do in your headline. That's not just like, I am the CEO at Excelity. Next, Make sure you're checking out your profile and not listing out your experience in a resume style. So it's not like every single company you worked at has five bullets of the impact you made and the percentage in which you increased XYZ. I think that you can focus on the results that you achieved while telling an engaging story. And if you want to check out storytelling, well, one, I post lots on LinkedIn that involves storytelling with a takeaway. So that's something that you could use for inspiration. And I wrote my about section, like two glasses of wine in sitting on my patio, like, hmm, I think I need to update this and I need to make it quirkier and funnier. And so, I mean, you don't have to go that far, but it's something that you could use for inspo. Last but not least in the dialing in your profile section is maximizing your featured section. So make sure that you're putting anything that you really want people to see in the featured section. That might be a link to your website. It might be any content that you posted on LinkedIn that you really want people to see. I list things like my course and my podcast, which you're listening to. Maybe you even found it there. And my weekly letter. Um, just Anything that you want to direct people to, make sure you put it in that featured section. Now, next is, I don't know, maybe not common advice, but 
I think a lot of people say just go out and start posting and you might want a content plan and you might want to map out all the things you want to post about, but just start posting. I advise you to build your network first. So before you start creating content, do the following. First, you'll want to research who you want to strategically interact with. I interact with a lot of different people. They might be people that offer complementary products or services. They might be leaders in different industries. They might be people that I admire. They might be people off of your top prospect list. We interact with anyone that's a prospect that posts online. Make sure that you go to their profile and hit the bell icon so that you're notified when they post. And then I would reevaluate this list on a regular basis. Like some people are going to respond and they're going to get to know who you are. And that's going to be really freaking cool because when you start posting, they're going to respond to you there. Some people post and ghost and never respond to any comments and they will never know who you are. And it might not make sense, but you can, I think, make, make that decision. And while you're interacting, I would decide, like, what can you realistically commit to? If you can realistically commit to 15 minutes a day of interacting with these accounts, then I would just write a handful of really nice, thoughtful posts. Like, don't go crazy. I'm Don't block off two hours every morning for LinkedIn interaction because it's not going to happen. Eventually, you're going to get pulled away or the kid's going to be sick or the dog's going to be sick or uh, you can tell what I've been dealing with in my life lately. But that is what will happen. So be realistic about what you can commit. While you're interacting with these people and trying to build your network a little bit, make sure that you're not just liking their stuff. That doesn't do anything. I would guess that almost no one looks at who likes their posts, except maybe when you're getting started. I guess I remember doing that. But um, the only way that they'll really see your name is if you're going and leaving comments and not like, awesome, yeah, Rocket chip emoji, like make sure you're leaving really nice, thoughtful comments. And if I were you, I would do this continually. I am four years into my LinkedIn journey and I'm still following this process every single day that I'm posting on LinkedIn because I want it to be a reciprocal reciprocal relationship. I want people to know that I care about them and I want to support their content. And I want to bring people along with me on this journey when they're getting started and help them get views. And I really think there's a lot that you can add if you commit to making sure that you are interacting instead of just posting. Next, I would create a content plan or don't, I guess, if you don't want to. There are some people, I see posts online all the time that are like, oh, I just write off the cuff every single day. If you're a good writer and you can come up with content and you can write off the cuff every day and you know you're going to do it, that is the most important part, then go for it. (laughs) Have fun. For me, I would never post if I was doing it the day of. Even before I had Eden on my team who manages all of the content and plans it out really far in advance and makes sure that, you know, I'm writing and reviewing and doing all the things, we still had to plan at least a little bit in advance because otherwise it's really easy for your day to, to get away from you. So I definitely would put together a content calendar of sorts. And the key here, again, is to be realistic. So if you can post once a week, then that is how much you should post. Do not commit to posting five days a week because I'll tell you that's a lot of work and I have help. And committing to posting five days a week, I think sets you up for failure because a lot of people don't have time for that themselves. 
while you're planning your content, I would consider testing a lot of different formats. So maybe you want to test image posts. Maybe you want to screenshot a tweet. I know people love to hate on that, but I don't mind it. I think sometimes they're funny or they're just a really good short takeaway. Maybe you want to do text posts. Maybe you want to shoot videos. That's cool. LinkedIn is a great place to shoot videos. And frankly, I should be doing it more. But if you do shoot videos, make sure that you're keeping them short and sweet. Make sure you're captioning them. I always like a good header. I think that's kind of up to personal preference. Um, We use subtitle if that is something that you want to do. And then make sure that you are including any contributors to your content. So if you're referring to a business book, you can tag the author. You could include a couple hashtags, but beware, please do not include like 700 hashtags and definitely do not tag 30 people that you want interacting on your content. Rarely I will go and like those, but usually it is honestly, it just pisses people off. So I would, I would stay away from that. And then one thing that I learned a little bit too late is make sure that you include a clear call to action to drive your engagement. So even ask a question and say, hey, answer this question in the comments. And then when people do, make sure you actually go and respond to them or include a link in the comments. I do a few things. I like to either prompt people to listen to this here podcast, or I like to prompt people to join me in my weekly letter that I send out to a few thousand people that is just like, a, sometimes it's tactical, sometimes it's make you think. It's kind of like my LinkedIn content. Um, sometimes you are asking people to share. I mean, I, if I were you, I would evaluate what the most effective call to action would be for you. And then I would ask people for something, you know, and it has to be something simple. So that is pretty much it on the content planning. I would put a little bit of work into this. Just put together a spreadsheet that has your content topic and your format and where the copy is listed and any images or assets that you're posting with it and whatnot. Um, If I were you, I would also purchase purchase shield because it does not cost that much money and it's going to give you so many insights into the topics that you're posting that are getting the most traction and what kind of what kind of content your audience likes and what formats are performing the best and whatnot so it took me a while to get that up and running and I should have done it way earlier all right last but not least and I know we're over 10 minutes but this is an important topic so I'm going to keep going Fourth is the posting process. So make sure that you are interacting. And I like to like prime LinkedIn before I post. I know a lot of people don't do this. Some people just schedule their posts and they're like, yeah, it looks good. And then they don't even respond to comments. Again, that works for some people. And I've some seen some people gather huge audiences from doing that, but that's just not the way I like to do it. I think that making sure that you interact for 15, 20 minutes before you post it shows people that you care and you're interacting on their content and you're creating a reciprocal relationship and a community, you know, and you got kind of get known for being that person versus just being the like quirky poster or whatever. Anyway, meaningful responses build genuine relationships. So make sure that you're thinking about that. And when we post on my page, it's always native. I know that LinkedIn used to seem to ding people for using schedulers. And now 
LinkedIn does not ding people for using like a buffer or something like that. But I have never found one that you can load up all of your content into, including videos and whatever I want to include. And then I always go and add a few comments with different resources and stuff like that. So my preference is to post natively. Yes, you do have to be there. And yes, it does take more time. But I kind of think the beauty and the payoff is in the effort. After you build your network for a little while and you're engaging regularly, just make sure you're constantly evaluating your strategy. So you're reviewing your shield metrics. You're understanding what content is working and what isn't working. Um, You might want to adjust how much time you're spending per week. Make sure you're constantly reevaluating that list of people that you're interacting with. And once you start getting traction, the more you can engage, the better. The more you can post, the better. I see a lot of people that are posting twice a day now, and that's just not something I can commit to at this moment in my life. I feel like that's so much content to come up with. But hey, I mean, maybe someday, but maybe not. Maybe I'll even start posting less. It's whatever works for you. Whatever you can commit to and you can be consistent about is what you should do. So that's it. That was a whole lot of information. Maybe I'll write a blog about this on LinkedIn or something, but at this moment I have not. So hmm, not helpful. Anyway, if you got value, send this to someone that's considering starting a personal brand on LinkedIn and someone that is wondering how, you know, some of the accounts that got bigger, how they go about running it on the back end, or maybe someone that you just think should, should start a personal brand. I appreciate you listening and sticking with me for a little bit over 10 minutes and I will talk to you next time. Thank you.